0: Hey everybody! Welcome to episode two hundred and sixty-two of the Bite Me podcast. I am Cliff Johnson. I'm joined today by Hugh Lewis. God, that would be cool, but it's just Dylan instead. It's okay. Can you sing Dylan? Do you know any Hugh Lewis songs? If it hip to be square. Hip to be square. I actually think I owned that album on cassette. I owned. Mm. I owned Jacob's Ladder. I think was. I the don't. Lead. I don't
1: remember where I was, but a song came on that was obviously. Huey Lewis in the news, and it was yeah. nice because it wasn't hip to Be Square," but it sounded exactly like it. It was just the ghost. It was. It was literally the same song, um, <laughs> but the words were different. That's and funny. I mean, just like Robert Palmer's "Simply Irresistible" is basically the same song
0: same as well. Song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would like but to they're think all, they're all great. That,
2: that what he actually heard was like a Weird Al parody, uh, and he just <laughs> didn't realize
1: it. So it's like
0: this is this is pretty much.
1: <laughs> no, I, I wish I knew. I can't even remember where I was when I heard it. But that's funny.
0: I used to really, really like Huey Lewis. I felt really bad. He's uh, he's apparently got some sort of inner ear problem now where he can't perform anymore because he can't sing. Um, his like he can't hear himself and so he can't sing on tune, which is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever.
3: Uh, Colby's here too. Say He'd,
0: hey
2: I guess he did. I want a new duck, which is also
3: oh, Huey, Lewis Huey Lewis song. Lewis,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do I do like Huey Lewis. I like the news too; they're great. Anyway, we're gonna talk about uh, what we've been playing. Uh, Dylan, Dylan watched some shows too, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we got news, and man, I, I'll be honest: like this is not like this is not a good news week. And by a good news week, I don't mean that there's no news. I'm just like all the news we have is bad yeah. news. Like there's no good news; it's a, all bad a, news. I have
1: a theory about this. Are, are they I trying should... to?
0: bury it before christmas
1: i mean that's probably a good possibility too it seems like this is a good time to get your news out because it will get buried but
2: but would it i mean when you think about it there's no other news
1: yeah right but no one no one's gonna read it you'd want to bury it like no one's gonna rate it right
0: yeah what's your theory dylan
1: um because I was like, man, I don't know if I can talk about another Blizzard story, right? <laughs> so I think that's their plan—is like, at some point, people will just give up. Yeah, right. No, it's like fair. at some point, I have to stop. Like, I have to like do something else, right? Like, it's you, just, you'll be it's happy so to know much
0: that, like, pre-show, I culled my four Blizzard stories down too. So, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so exact- shoot, e- it's already working. Exactly. That's. <laughs> You you are an example
1: Crap. of this in action,
0: <laughs> Dylan. Your your conspiracy th- your yeah. conspiracy theories are coming true as we speak. I'll back, anyway, be right back with my aluminum foil hat. <laughs> we got that. We got questions from Vinnie deacon, Prime Fan, and Joe Coleslaw. And then uh, Game Pass was nice enough to drop like I don't know ten games coming out essentially the day you're listening to this podcast. So. Yeah, got cheap free right games about that too. I, I was like, man, there's not many cheap free games coming out this week. And then I was like, just flipping through Facebook or Twitter or something. I'm like, oh, well now there are, and they're all coming out December 16th. So December 16th is going to be a day. But first, why don't we talk about what we have been playing? Uh, Dylan, tell me, tell me, what what did you think of Arcane, man? It's like well, I figured good, right? I put
1: this there because I don't know where else to put it. Yeah, um, because it was asked what what we thought of it, and I. Kind of didn't even remember that this was a thing until you Same. jogged my memory, right? Um, and for those that don't know yet, Arcane is the League of Legends Netflix animated series. Uh, nine episodes for the first season are out, and it has already been renewed for number two. because, it, And apparently it is the most popular Netflix show ever. pretty Oh, much. really? It's topped every, like lists in... Fifty countries. So wow. the fact that League of Legends has such a global audience, it's like surpassed everything else. Just because it's right, like it at some point, Stranger Things is probably only going to go so far. Whereas League of Legends already has a fan base, literally as one of the most popular games worldwide. I'm, yeah, get, yeah. I'm This is hypothesis, S- supposition, um, and I don't know how Netflix because they don't really disclose much of that information as we know. But they often are like this show is the best show ever, right? So that's kind of how they put it. So, however yeah. they, however they figure it, this is one of the most popular shows yet. And um, um, where to start? Overall, I thought it was pretty good. Did you um, watch all nine episodes? I watched all nine episodes. Nice. Um, I think it's also kind of one thing i i. I would say is this is a good example of how to make a video game show, Um, which is interesting because I think if you're familiar with League of Legends, which is a MOBA, as we discussed last week, um, (laughs) that as far as gameplay goes, this is not a story game. There's no real narrative or anything. All that is hidden in the flavor text on, like, the champion select screen, uh, <laughs> right? So it's like, uh, it's kind of like if you were to make the Mario Bros movie and you would get the lore out of the book that was packaged with the game, right? It's yeah, like yeah. that, that really doesn't. There's more, I mean, there's more of a story in Mario because you're actually chasing a princess through this magical world, right? Uh, whereas League of Legends, you're selecting a champion and fighting alongside four other champions against five other champions yeah um for no rhyme or reason just destroying their towers right and and in the flavor text like these champions are siblings they're sisters this one's kind of a good guy this one's kind of a bad guy in reality they're probably mostly shades of gray which is i think is kind of how the show functions which is i think kind of interesting because it's like oh these are the good guys But you don't really like them, and these are the bad guys, and you don't really like them, but you kind of like them, and you kind of like the good guys. And overall, the characters are all pretty interesting, I would say. Um, And you have this kind of interesting world. Um, The only downside of the show is Imagine Dragons is the worst band ever, (laughs) and I cannot stand that they're a part of this. And... I am so glad that Netflix builds in the fact that you can skip the intro. So you kind of can just ignore Imagine Dragons most of the time until they show up in episode four for some reason. Um, and they're just like playing instruments on screen. And I'm like, why is Imagine Dragons in the show? Um,
2: my my kid would beg to differ. Yeah. Um, she loves.
0: I would say I know, probably pain? millions and millions of people often also uh, would. Oh, no. Right? She only
2: likes one song or two songs yeah. by them. And it's that. Like- but and that's the song them. that's
1: in it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I guess, um, I think, and I think, I, I mean, that's probably my, one of my only criticisms of this show is kind Imagine of, Dragons. but not just Imagine Dragons, but I think it, it sometimes has like weird style, um, which I generally, I guess, am kind of a fan of, um, Sometimes, except I don't know, I just wouldn't, I don't think I'd pick Imagine Dragons to kind of be the no. the smash, boom, pow, whiz-bang that I would add to the show. Um,
0: well, especially because the show's it, not set, like, right, it's, in it's, this world. It's right. Set, it's not even set in, like, this time. Right.
1: Because right. you're kind of in this weird, like, magical steampunk kind yeah. of kind of world and to me Imagine Dragons doesn't really fit that yeah. even though I I see what they're doing because they have kind of this stylistic editing sometimes um, it kind of reminds me of like I don't know if you've watched like Peaky Blinders yeah. um, but they have these really stylistic editing choices um, which is cool I like that kind of stuff because it's like yeah. this is a piece of art and This is kind of our vision to give it a coolness factor. Like, that's totally cool. I just find when you kind of blast into this pretty contemporary pop music, um, that it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. I
3: agree.
0: Especially when. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I think Uh, that it's something that I've been seeing more and more on shows that it doesn't make sense in, especially not by even the contemporary. Artist, but have you noticed that kind of? Uh, it's a thing where they take a a very very famous pop song and then slow it way 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 down and have it almost be like this is like a slow acoustic cover of I, like a fast right. pop song or a pop. I blame rock, Mad you
2: know? World for that.
0: Yeah, kind of, kind of like was, that. That was like the yeah. first
2: one that I can really think of was Mad World for yeah. Uh, and, halo or no it was uh for that donnie darko i believe
0: oh Um, no no you're right yeah but it seems like someone also did it for a video game it was it's been used 10 years ago yeah
2: Yeah. i think gears of war used it
0: yeah but it's 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 happened a lot on especially like the last episode of a season kind of outro kind of thing where you know let's take this this really slow version yeah movie trailers and it, it's just it's a thing and like it doesn't always fit and sometimes i'm like this is kind of weird that i really know this song and there's no reason for this song to be playing right what? now but they're doing it anyway what movie
2: just used smells like teen spirit in that way like a movie trailer did
1: oh i did
0: not see that i don't watch a lot of tv i feel so. like
1: i might have heard that but i don't i can't think of that off the top of my head uh, weird well while you're searching for that um I, I would recommend that anyone watch this show though, fans yeah. of League of Legends or not. It's it's pretty interesting. The art style is pretty cool and different.
0: Um Yeah, what do you think about the animation? Cuz I thought the animation took me like probably the first half of the first episode to like get used to. It, At first I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not. Yeah. And then it kind of won me Borderlands sort of kind of but, right? but more
1: I don't know, less cell shady
0: less yeah. less like like there's not the outlines that Borderlands has. Right. Um it to me it really you know how when you're watching like a traditional animation so like I noticed it a lot on like um like Futurama. I think did it a lot where everything is hand drawn or at least appears to be hand drawn but then they'll do something in 3D and you're like ah that 3D object that they very much CGI'd into that and it's it's pretty obvious in that and this to me if, feels if like that's the entire not
2: Futurama then. <laughs>
0: Oh, you yeah, did it very well. No, they they're very obvious. A lot of them are Futurama very did obvious. It, like the ship. Very well. well, okay, I noticed them in Futurama all the time. Um, but to me like the entire show felt like that 3D object. <laughs> like I'm like this is very Right. very obviously 3D animated, not in a negative way, just like it's the entire thing feels a little weird. Like every once in a while it like seemed like the right. perspective might have been off, but it wasn't um it's interesting though yeah yeah i, I didn't dislike it i wonder it, it just kind like, of get used to it
1: it it might just be i think because it has so much style to it yeah that it might just be like kind of style overload which is yeah. kind of cool though like it it's definitely doing something and it's not they didn't come in with just like generic animation and, agreed and try to kind of serve you up a show to take advantage of an incredibly popular video game
3: yeah
0: um I, I watched but the they, first two they, episodes, and I really am excited to watch the next seven, because I thought it was good. Yeah.
1: I think it definitely gets better at the back half, too. Nice. And, oh boy, the last cliffhanger is the cliffiest of hangers I've ever cliffhangered in my I'm,
0: life. I'm a pretty um, cliffy hanger, though.
1: I It's More kind of like, if they didn't renew this for a second season... People would have, would burn Netflix down, like huh. because it's like there's no like you literally cannot end on that. Oh, like they were, had- they were very confident that they were getting renewed when they made the end of, like when they someone made that final scene has not so, seen
2: My Name Is Earl.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Season five of My Name Is Earl.
1: <laughs> oh, um, well, apparently they were overconfident.
2: That, <laughs> way
0: um, overconfident. So um, I mean I would say that, that it's it's done what it it needs to do to her what it was trying to do probably cuz my kid has never even thought about League of Legends before and he's been playing it nonstop for like 4 days now so right. although he was playing Call of War as last night because it was free on Steam he's like this game's pretty cool and like that's what Goldberg yeah. said so
1: um yeah it's interesting like I I'm sure this is a, a way to just bring in even more players yeah um which leads me perfectly into the fact that um league of legends is playable on mobile now oh, um, interesting. which i have been playing um it is called wild rift um which is a slightly barely slimmed down version of league of legends um that my buddies blend like hey play this with me play this with me i'm like dang it I've tried to play League of Legends with you forever, but you won't, <laughs> he won't take his brand new gaming laptop out of its box that he's had for like six years. And he just wants to play Wild Rift on his phone. That's so I'm hilarious. like, okay, fine. I'll play Wild Rift with you on our phones. Um, you can play it on iPad too, which I'm tempted to do just because I think having a slightly bigger screen would would be beneficial. Um, but yeah, free free on mobile Um, just as League of Legends is free on PC Um, I'm incredibly impressed wow Um, uh, I did play Arena of Valor a bit which is the it's literally the same game um, but not League of Legends like even a lot of the champions designs are pretty much the same because Tencent owns Riot or it's I mean it's it's a slightly different skin to market somewhere else kind of thing. Sure. Um, I'm not quite sure why they are so similar and not the same. I don't, I don't really have an answer to that. Um, so I was impressed then that this game, like you could play a MOBA so well on a mobile device um, with on screen controls. Um, and this one is even better because I think League of Legends is just a better game like it's it they've really put a lot of whatever into it and it's pretty solid Um, from just character designs and how the game looks and how it plays and I mean everything around that and this is probably I I don't even know how to how to really say it but it's like this might almost be more enjoyable Um, interesting just because it because it's slightly slimmed down and not a lot but it it they've kind of made it a little bit easier to play compared to League of Legends which is a it's a grind to really figure the game out and have the kind of I don't know dexterity to keep up with it Um, whereas because some of the features are stripped away and they kind of make um, kind of like buying your items is pretty easy and there's not quite as many little intricacies and um, the biggest difference to the, to the map is pretty much the same other than um, in the full League of Legends when you destroy the third tower there is what's called the inhibitor which once you destroy the inhibitor then your super minions spawn to go attack the other base Um, And that will recharge over time, stopping the spawn of of super minions until you beat up their inhibitor again. Sure. Um, In Wild Rift, there's no inhibitor. So once I don't I think it's once you destroy the third tower and make it into their base. I'm not quite sure if there's actually like a certain trigger that creates the super minions. So like that step is kind of gone, which is kind of a crucial step in League of Legends um, because you can really battle over those inhibitors for a while. Where in Wild Rift, it seems like once you've kind of got to the end there, the game ends a little faster. Sure. So instead of playing the game for 45 minutes to an hour, I haven't actually looked, I haven't paid close attention. I should. Like the games are still kind of long, but I think they're more like 20 to 30
0: minutes. Nice, um, that, which that is helps.
1: a lot more palatable, I think, than those forty-five hour-long slogs where you spend the first twenty minutes just farming minions. Um, so the game just moves a little faster. I, I'm wondering is the I think the size of the map might be a little bit smaller too, so you just get everywhere a little bit quicker. Um, the towers are a little bit closer together. Everything is just kind of compressed. So the whole game moves a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, but overall, I'm just very amazed at how you can make such an intricate game work so well on a phone that has little skill abilities and things where you're moving around and launching your bombs and magic spells in all directions and fighting. And I actually think like the UI, I actually kind of enjoy it more than league of legends because it makes it easier to, to actually like attack the things I want, which has always kind of been my problem with League of Legends because I'm not the most dexterous person. Like, I <laughs> understand the game very well, but when I have to do that ability and click it on this specific enemy champion that I want, I just fail at that yeah. because, like, I can't quite hit the key and click the thing that I want. Without like clicking the minion next to it or clicking the wrong champion or accidentally launching the skill in the wrong direction because I'm just not, I haven't got good yet, right? Um, This, it it has some little easy keys where like the enemy, if you're in range of the enemy champion, it's little face pops up on your screen. So you can, you can target that champion and say, that is the priority I want. I want to prioritize that champion or I want to prioritize minions or towers. So that kind of stuff is is cool. And I guess on the PC, you might call that like, it'd be kind of like aim assist, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, it kind of takes away some of the skill of the game, which is fine. I understand. But on a mobile device, I think you do need that. You because need to, yeah. It's small, it's, but they've made these adjustments. And I think ultimately, like that makes the game way more enjoyable. And I think someone that... Is teetering on the edge of like I enjoy League of Legends, but man, that's just too, that game's too much It's yeah. like this is actually a great alternative Um and it's, and it's it's easier than sitting at your computer. You can do it on the couch You can do it
0: and it's called Wild Rift
1: Wild Rift Yeah,
0: I'm going to, have to check that out because that's exactly how I feel about League of Legends and I think yeah conceptually. I like the idea of it, but it's just it's a lot man Like it's, the learning curve is steep. It's really so, steep. it's
1: so steep and I think the fact that this probably has a really different player base where you're not yeah. getting that. Like, you can tell everyone you're a new player, and they're still just gonna dump on you um, <laughs> because that's it's the that it's that kind of game. Yeah. Um, and I, to a degree, I get why people get so frustrated, is because it is such an investing game that you have to put so much into, and when you're trying really hard, and there's someone on your team that is literally just pulling you down, yeah. And it's not their fault because they just don't understand the game. It sucks for everybody. And it's yeah. like, I'm not gonna be... It's a game. So I don't care. I get why that's frustrating. And I and a lot of people are really mean about it. And they're jerks. Um, this is... I think the stakes are a lot lower because yeah. you're on your phone. You're probably... You're not team chatting. like, And it seems like it, you kind of just play the game. And... It's on to the next one. Um, again, I, I'd recommend it if you a like Arcane, ha, are curious what this game is. If you've ever been curious about the game, just check it out. It, you might you might end up enjoying it. It's um, so a it's a lot more accessible.
0: That's awesome. That's very cool. I'm I'm excited to try that. I'm gonna have to have to look into it. How about you, Cole? What did you play this week? I played video games. Oh, I love those!
2: I know. Um, I played Trigger Witch some more. Yeah, how's that going? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Trigger Witch is is interesting because, like, when I first started playing it, I'm like, "Oh, this is this is really good." And now yeah, I'm probably yeah. five or six hours into it, and I've noticed I'm kind of like, maybe I could do something other than playing this. So, like, I'm like, "Ah, oh, I should Ooh, play Trigger Witch." I'm good. like, I'm like, well. Maybe instead I'll I'll watch this show or something, which yeah, is is generally one of those things. And I I don't know if it's that I went from uh Archvale Archvale, Archvale to Trigger Witch, which And they're kinda Arch, similar. They're they're similar and Archvale's just a much better game. Um yeah. I don't know if that kinda did it or, or what. There's just something about that game that feels like vaguely off that I can't yeah why put my finger on i'm not sure what it is but uh it's a good game it's just like i don't know i I just i'm having a real hard time just like getting the whatever to continue it and so i don't know um but like i don't know your mileage may vary it's yeah yeah, i guarantee you that will be a game that ends up on game pass at some point in time (laughs) but uh and I started playing uh, Halo Infinite. Is that the name? Oh, one? how you liking that? Yeah, um, yeah. It's Halo's it's really six. good. Um, it, it's really good. I will say I have not played a Halo game since Reach, which was, like, what, 2013? Uh-huh. And, and
0: quite a bit has happened. Uh, <laughs> does, it, does it matter from a story standpoint? Like,
2: uh, Yeah, but I mean, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's like, and then that happened, I'm like, I'm sure I saw that in a game that I didn't play. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to go I play Halo 2 through Halo I 2 think I can Halo literally 6. tell
1: you about zero about any Halo storyline <laughs> ever, other oh. than the oh, guy's yeah. name is Master Chief. Master like,
2: Chief. Well, uh, and that's the thing. I played Halo Reach. I don't remember Halo yeah. Reach. I couldn't tell you what that was about with a gun to my yeah. head. So. The um, lady's name yeah, is Cortana. Yeah, there's Cortana. Because, also the help yeah, in Windows 10.
1: And you fight yeah, well, the Covenant mostly. And then they introduce some other aliens that I don't even remember what they're called.
2: So I've I've got bad news for you. Cortana's dead, I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I'm not 100% sure. She appears to be dead, but I, I, I don't think she know. got a you've, virus or something. You've got a new Cortana. Um Cortana 2. But yeah, I but like there is like a ton of story that I'm like, "Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I don't know what's going on." Um That's but funny. uh it's it's real good. It's real fun. It uh I'm in the open world part now. The first like Two and a half hours, maybe two hours. I don't know. Are you know your same like hallway shooter kind of thing, um, and then you go to an open world thing that's more like a uh, more like a um, Far Cry kind of thing, sure. where you know you you get a you
0: climb up a ladder, you find a tall spot. Oh, you you things get open up into
2: operating bases ah. and. So you you open those up and then they, you know, like, oh, go over here and help these Marines out and then go over here and get, you know, this thing and um it's real interesting. You get a grappling hook. That's fun. I don't know if that was in other games. It seems to be new. I've heard people talking about I it. I think that's new.
3: Uh,
1: I don't remember yeah, that being I, an... I think Reach is kind of when they started adding things like that when they did like the jetpack and they kind of had these alternative classes, but I don't remember there being a grappling hook.
2: Yeah, so. I don't know. I like it. I'm having a I'm having a real good time with it, even though I do not understand a single thing about it. The guns feel really good. Um, the The fighting seems real good, and I don't know. The story probably is good if you uh, know what's <laughs> going on. So I'm gonna have to try it out. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't fun. know how long it is, um, that's one of those things that I looked at and I'm like, huh, open world, this this could take a while. So.
3: <laughs>
0: that's cool, that's very cool, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to try it. Uh, let's see, this week I played uh, 12 minutes, actually, and that was all I played, I played it start to finish. How so, long did you play uh, It took me, uh, I started about 13 minutes. <laughs> Thirteen about minutes. minutes. I started. I started about eight o'clock and finished it at probably twelve thirty. At ate breakfast in the middle, so it's probably like a four four and a half hour game. Um, would be my guess. Um, played it all in one sitting. Um, I think I liked it more than Colby did. Um, oh no, I really liked the game. I just thought the ending was stupid. Oh, I seen. I didn't mind I, the the ending. Was a little. I guess what I will say is at the ending is at about three hours, Brooke guessed what it was in kind of a flippant, like, haha, maybe that's it. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't seem real likely. Like, like, <laughs> actually, that's really, that's actually probably very important to what Colby's saying is Brooke said, haha, maybe that's the ending. And I said, I can't possibly see any way that that could be true. And then the game ended and then that was actually true. And I was like, oh, well it took a lot of gymnastics to get to this point.
2: <laughs> I, I think the funny thing is, is that I I thought like, oh, that ending was kind of stupid. But again, gun gun to my head. <laughs> I can tell you could, what the ending was. So I
0: I really enjoyed the story as it laid out. I enjoyed, to me, it had a a, a feel kind of like a narrative version of um, Outer Worlds where Outer Worlds, like the fun of the time loop is every time, you know I mean, I guess maybe it feels like it because it's kind of got the same mechanic, but uh, every time it looped, it felt like you learned something new um, and then you could apply that in your next loop, you could apply that in your next loop Um, but like the Outer Worlds, I think one of the the negatives of a game based around a time loop is that at some point in time, you're going to have to do the same thing kind of over and over and over and over again in order to get into it. And and 12 minutes, the problem I had with it is is like the first six minutes or eight minutes, um, you end up doing the same thing almost every loop. Once you get past about three hours into the game and it would have been really nice in a world where there's already something supernatural happening there's no reason they couldn't have said <laughs> like hey do you just want to skip forward to this part again and do the important stuff because there would be times where i would miss a step and then you realize you know oh, i've been i'm you know five or six minutes in this loop and i can't complete it now because i forgot to do something um i i also kind of think that casting like so this is an, uh, an indie game, essentially, right? I mean, it, it's made by a handful of people, published by Annapurna, so they do have a bit of a budget. But it's a game that had, like, three big-time named actors in it. Um, for no reason. For no reason. Um, like. but, but I will say, like, so who was it? James McAvoy, is that who it was? Uh-huh, is the husband.
2: Um, and, and, like, Daisy I don't even Ridley know. is the wife. And, and then uh, Willem Dafoe is the cop.
0: Well, and he's the cop and the dad. I believe. Is he? I think so because on the IMDb he's listed as the dad as well, or no, he's listed only know. as the dad. He's not listed as the cop. So, I don't but know. so like I don't know who James McAvoy is. I, like I looked yeah, him up do. on the internet. Well, I, I totally do, but like off the top of my head, I don't know who he is. I looked him up on the IMDb. I'm like, oh, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy Daisy Ridley is Rey in the Star Wars movies but why would you cast an actor who's only doing voice acting and then make her use a different accent? Like there's, there's first of all, there's no reason she couldn't have been English and there's, there's no reason to hire a recognizable voice actor to do a voice. that isn't theirs. (laughs) It it made no sense to me. Um, I,
2: I also thought that the voice acting was sometimes hit or miss.
0: Yeah. Um, Although Uh, I think that that had less to do with the voice actors and more to do with sometimes how they would put words together. Yes. Yeah. I think that was just probably a lack of time and money and something. But, yeah. I
2: will also say there is absolutely no reason that you had to hire all of those people. no. It didn't help the game. Yeah. in a lot of what I saw, like, I don't think that was a big seller to a lot no. of people either, so I...
0: I don't think so either. I think they could have just hired three good voice-voice actors uh-huh. and probably saved $100,000, uh-huh. you know? Like, and put that $100,000 into, like, I don't want to say QA, but there, there are there are definitely loops in that game. First of all, where your character says some weird stuff, <laughs> like not your character. Well, I like sometimes yeah. your character, I guess, but like sometimes the things just don't quite add up. Um, but also like there, there needs to have probably been some extra, there needed probably to be extra dialogue when I come in and, and just like my wife sees me, and then I just go hide in the closet for eight closet. minutes, like <laughs> you know. Yeah. Or hey, what you doing? There's there's some scenes where she finds out parts of the story, and she's just like inconsolably crying on the couch, and I'm like hiding in the closet. I'm <laughs> like, you know, this dessert you made is actually pretty good, <laughs> as I'm sitting at the table eating it. You know, I mean, there are definitely there are definitely parts of the game where the pieces don't quite fit how they should. Um, but overall, for a game that's on Game Pass, like you could do way, way, way worse than oh, to yeah. spend four yeah. or five hours playing that game on Game Pass. Like I yeah, was actually no, kind of I, expecting not to enjoy it and it was good.
2: I enjoyed it. Like I said. I thought that it was really good. I enjoyed the loop. I, I enjoyed everything. I just thought, like I said, the ending was kind of bad and occasionally, yeah, the voice the voice acting was kind of sometimes weird. And like yeah. like you said, it's way more to do with the loops and the emphasis on things rather yeah. than yeah. it.
0: Uh, I think it's definitely a game that I, I guess I would say a couple things is that it is a, it is a game that you are going to probably enjoy more if you don't spend a whole lot of time, like bashing your head against the puzzles. Like if you get stuck, like just look up what the did, next thing is because it's very stuck? easy. Um, so I, you know, one place I got stuck, like I had, a, I had a hard time finding. Oh right, 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 yeah, a okay. thing. Um, but it was because I thought that thing was actually quite well hidden. Um, like that, it's, it's it's hard to see that thing um,
2: is quite well hidden and is in a very stupid place. The uh-huh. I think the reason I didn't is because I actually kind of stumbled upon it. Um, yeah, way more. Um, than well, anything. and and
0: I would say that. God, this is, like, the worst podcast, but, Uh like, the two things that are like that third thing um, do a really good job of convincing you that they are the right thing you should be looking for, (laughs) and they are not. Um, But I I wouldn't say I got stuck, but, there, well, I got stuck on that, and then there was one other time later in the game where I, like, just hadn't asked the right question, I think, Um, and I'd looped, like, three times, and I kept missing the right question. Um, and so Brooke just looked up the answer for me, but it's a game that like, don't get frustrated in it. Like it's, it, there's too, you, it's too easy to just do the same loop six times in a row. If you, you know, like if you do the same loop and then do the same loop again, and you didn't catch something the second time, like, I don't think it's worth doing a third time without looking up an answer to be frank. Um, and I think it's also another thing where when you get towards the end, and it's going to be pretty obvious when you get towards the end, I would, say it's worth looking up what the different endings are and doing each of the endings because one of the endings is a final ending and once you do it you can't do any of the other ones but there's like four or five other endings you can do that will end the game in different ways um that aren't the final final ending so it's it's you know or i guess i could you could do the final ending and then watch the other ones on youtube but it's it's worth seeing all the endings for as well so I don't know. It was it was a fun game. I'm glad I played it. I really only played it because it was I needed like to get a Microsoft Rewards thing. But like <laughs> completing completing that game, I got like 2,700 Microsoft points because I it finished my it finished like my December monthly and the like 500 point bonus one and gave me my uh, points of the week. So you know it was it was I made like 250 playing that game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, there you go. But it's good. I absolutely. It's it's probably one of the better games I played in twenty twenty one, so it's worth it's worth checking out. Um, I was gonna, oh no, no, we're, sorry, we're going to Patreon. So. Uh, We would like to thank our patrons because they are wonderful people. Um, We actually have a new patron this week, but I don't know who it is. I like you can apparently be an anonymous patron, and we had someone drop in. Oh, it's Colby. Uh, We had an anonymous patron drop in at the twelve dollars price point, which we don't even have. (laughs) Um, So, shout out to anonymous at twelve bucks. Uh, but also a big shout out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. Uh, we appreciate all of you uh, patrons that are at the producer level, which is why we just talked about you. But we have a bunch of other patrons that are non-producer levels. They are at the $1, 3 or $7 tier. And uh, you all make it so that we can uh, do this podcast every week. We appreciate <laughs> you. Go to... I so still love called? that there's no $5 level. Yeah, I don't know, man. When I, I, am, I am like a full-time, like in between working full-time and going to Disneyland twice a week or Disney World twice a week, there's a lot of other stuff I'm doing that does not involve this podcast. It mostly has to do with home improvement. Um, like I went, I put two Ikea shelves together this weekend. It was great.
2: And, oh, I assumed uh, you were like working on your uh, noises.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but once I once I get all this stuff together, maybe I'll uh, see if I can iron out up those, those Patreon tiers a little bit. We don't have any $7 patrons, so there's no reason I couldn't just kill the $7 tier and put in a $5 tier. Or maybe just eliminate those tiers altogether. I don't know. One of the one of the things that, like, one of the uh, like bonuses you get for being a patron is that, like, hey, any Rocket League game we organize, we'll let you know. We haven't done that in, like, three years. So, I, I you know, it's, it's probably time to take a look at it. But anyway, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You can support the show, and we appreciate every single one of you. Uh, also, Extra Life, it is not too late. If you want to give, like, I don't know, a Christmas gift to the the fine kids in hospitals across the United States, you can go to BiteMepodcast.com slash extra life. Make that last minute donation; it's probably tax deductible. I mean, don't take my word for it. I am not a tax person in any way, but it probably is. So, if you are looking for that last minute tax deduction before twenty twenty two rolls around, go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Dylan, where are we, sir? News. No, you are in Washington. I am. Um, I am in. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You take. <laughs> that was that was not a trick, Dylan. That was just me being stupid. Um, you guys all know who Peter Molyneux is, right? Yeah. He, he's like probably one of the most famous video game designers. <laughs> um, I
2: was I was really desperately trying to come up with the game he made for the uh, Connect. So, like, <laughs> oh yeah, the the guy
0: who did. A weird kid. <laughs> I forgot that game. game. Yeah, um, but he—he he probably is most. Famous for making um, Populous, I would say. But like founder of, well, no, he's Fable. probably most famous for making Fable. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, but Black and White was a really cool game he made. Um, founder of Lionhead Studios, though, essentially. Um, he also, uh, I think was the founder of Bullfrog, I believe. I, Bullfrog got bought out by EA, which they killed. And then Lionhead got bought up by Microsoft, which they killed. Although they did say this week that they felt bad about that. So Project Milo project go. milo there you go um anyway peter molyneux has been around in the game industry probably since I'm, I'm thinking probably 40 years like he's he's like the grandfather of of uh video games and and you'll be happy to know that his newest game is powered by the blockchain um i i think the the best comment that i heard about this game though was actually said by colby i said like oh my god his new games is involved in the blockchain and what did you say colby I said it's a Peter Molyneux game. It probably won't have any of that in it. And which I guess if you're not a Peter Molyneux guy, what he is extremely famous for is like telling you that his new game will include the entire world and that it includes like a square mile of the world. So like, you know, he's, he's just one of those guys who's very enthusiastic about everything. But anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you um, how his new game legacy works um to start, you must purchase a land NFT, which allows you to begin your own, quote, blockchain business association in the game. If you buy an NFT and become a landowner, you then can create your own digital buildings and products from thousands of available parts in order to build and expand your business empire. Alternatively, you can become an in-game business partner and borrow items from someone who is a landowner, although you'll have to share your cut kind of the earnings from them. This entire thing based on the Ethereum blockchain, which is right now one of the worst ones when it comes to power usage um it sounds terrible it sounds like some sort of like weird blockchain fiefdom where you're going to become like an indentured servant to other people on the blockchain i don't i've never heard anything i hate more it comes out in 2022 it's gross instead could we talk about his game called curiosity what's inside the cube (laughs) <laughs> the one where you just tap a cube over and over and over again for months until the cube opens.
2: I, I guess, I don't know.
0: I just saw it on his Wikipedia page and I just like the name of that. Like what's inside the cube. Dude did some weird stuff. Super weird stuff. Uh, next up. What's in the cube. What's in the cube. <laughs> That's a different movie. Oh. Uh, you'll be happy to hear that Bungie has joined the, uh, I don't know. I, at this point in time, are there more or less major studios that have had some sort of major sexual harassment slash toxic problem in their workplace? I, I have to assume there's actually. Is there like a like a, a Mr. Rogers Tom Hanks of video game development that you're just like, oh no, they're the last pure one in this world? I don't. I don't think so.
2: It's EA. I haven't heard anything
0: about it's, them. Oh <laughs> God, would that be freaking amazing though? If like it came to the end and EA's is like, no, it's actually a great place to work. <laughs>
2: We feel Uh, real bad that every year we get put on that list and uh, we don't know why.
0: Bungie uh, in September issued a statement uh, talking about how, you know, what they really, you know, and this is very much in, in reference to Activision and all the other stuff that's going on that, you know, they they were committed to providing a safe and welcoming environment for everyone to make conscious and constant improvements through listening, self-awareness, improving our work, workspace and our systems and by acting on behalf of our people. Um, unfortunately, that is apparently not true. Interviews with 26 uh, current and former employees uh, by IGN reveal a Culture rife with overt sexism and a boys' club nature, heavy crunch, and protection of abusers by HR. <laughs> so, uh, like, probably some of the worst part about this is apparently their narrative team was working up to a hundred hours a week during some expansions. Oh, wow. Like, I don't know if you've ever worked a hundred hours a week. Um, <laughs> There's a hundred hours in a week. Well,. I so I worked on a project in like 2002 where I worked 415 hours in like four and a half weeks, so like just just under probably 100 hours a week, and like. I was hallucinating. I had slept so little. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I was seeing things that were not there. That's what working 100 hours Is a that week would do to you. It was definitely a problem. I I was driving down the road. I, I, I was kind of taking this back road home because it was right before the Olympics in Utah. So you couldn't drive the freeways at night. Um, And I opened my eyes and there was a semi just like charging down the middle of this two lane road I was driving on and I freaked out and I blinked and then it disappeared. So I've done that. Yeah. I don't think it's great. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. One time um, I was going up Parley's after having
2: not slept for like 24 hours and I looked out and I'm like, I wonder why that guy's running up Parley's in the middle of the night. And then I blinked and I'm like huh, that guy wasn't there. I should be driving up Parley's.
0: I did the same thing where I was coming home. I was pulling into our apartment and I looked over and there was this little dog running up there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got, I should try and save that dog. It's, it's like 22 degrees outside. That dog will freeze to death. Then I blinked, the dog disappeared. I'm like, maybe instead I should go home and go to sleep. (laughs) But anyway, working hundred hour days is not something I would recommend. In fact, I would actually strongly recommend against it. Um, and apparently, when uh, they told them to stop crunching because they were trying to make it, you know, stop crunching, people just stopped reporting their hours. So that's how you fix crunch: is just people only report working forty hours a week and then continue to work a hundred. Um, they they try they're they, like honestly like more than a lot of these other companies. Though it appears that they're actually trying to fix this. Um, but apparently it's not working they they've had people <laughs> quit um recently just saying like we can't crunch anymore um maybe worse than that though is apparently their hr department and one particular person in their hr department like apparently complained to hr is like throwing a hand grenade in and just hoping because um sometimes they just you know It just doesn't go good. I mean, like, HR is, like, I I don't know if this is a secret, but HR is never on your side. Like, I know the first word stands for human, but... That they actually exist solely for your company's benefit. Um, and apparently at Bungie, that is actually significantly more true, um, where you just never, you know, throwing stuff into HR there is apparently like just gambling with your job because it, it didn't work the way it was supposed to. A lot of casual sexism, a lot of um, a lot of like women having real bad problems there, but I don't know, it's another game company that's full of Bleh. Hopefully, you know, like I said, I, I will not say that I will not say that, you know, they're they're on the road to recovery, but it does appear that they actually are recognizing that things are a problem and trying to fix them. Um, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll let you know Um, my computer just crashed this Chrome page, so I don't know what's happening. So I'm I'm 44, which means like right now you're what, 38, call 39, 39. Yeah. Dylan's. 20, you're just under 30, 28, 29, 29, Dylan? There you go. So I don't know if we represent in any way the uh, traditional uh, people that listen to Spotify via the Xbox or PlayStation app. I don't know if I've ever actually listened to Spotify using the Xbox or PlayStation app, but but people do. And um, Spotify compiled a list of the most listened to artists on the on those streams and and i'm gonna list right now the most streamed female artists i've heard of three of the five of these i feel pretty good um i i do not know who doja cat is if have, have you guys ever heard of doja cat heard okay heard so, of okay so that's good so that's that's we're one for one here Billie eilish i think we've all heard of right heard of yeah uh, i actually quite like her one song um X's and O's, I think, is a Billie Eilish song. um Billie Eilish is also oh, someone's daughter. I, she might be. Billie Eilish is is she? What's his name's daughter? That I'm a stapler. What? Let's see, Dad, <laughs> the dude from South Park. Oh no, maybe not. I thought she was someone. I thought she was someone else. Anyway, whatever. Billie Eilish. I'm um, Ariana Grande. I'm a stapler. I think. <laughs> the, what you what's, what's his name <laughs> like uh, uh, Adam Sandler's friend I'm so and so and I'm a stapler in the movies or I'm oh, a carrot no, no, no. Uh, um, Ariana Grande Patrick uh, O'Connell so no, who that's am I a thinking?
1: relative oh wait he was in who Iron th- Man in the West Wing
0: so who who's the guy that I'm thinking about Rob Schneider Rob Schneider. Thank you. <laughs> I think his daughter is also a singer maybe. Oh, L King is his daughter. So close, but I don't know uh, who
2: Any of these people that's are That's fine.
0: That's fine. You know who Ariana Grande is though, right? I mean, I've heard of yeah. her. Sure, good enough. Um How do you pronounce Dua? Dua? Yeah. Dua? Dua? I've never heard of Dua Dua Lipa. Lipa? I heard I of. Heard of her. really alright there you go how about Olivia Rodrigo heard of her
1: I guess I've probably heard the name but that one is a stretch for me
0: okay so so we're we're doing okay with most streamed female artists like I, I don't no, think anyone can name I've a song of them <laughs> <when I> <laughs> well just wait till we get to the most streamed male artists you ever heard of juice he world would you ever have wanted to hear of juice world dead oh rip juice world I think. Well, this is how <laughs> I find out. <laughs> how about e- 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 X Tentation? That's three X's. xxx Tentation. Oh, that's uh
2: it's it's Oh he's dead he's too. He's also dead. oh X X I can't remember how do you say his name. Are these both these guys really They're dead? Both
1: dead in twenty
2: eighteen and twenty nineteen.
0: How sad. How about Polo G? No? No, uh,
1: no. no. I've heard the name.
0: I mean, I think in fairness Dylan does work adjacent to like a hot AC like top 40 station. Yeah. So he's he's going to have heard more of these than, than we have. Um, I think we've all heard of Drake, famous memester, isn't that what he's um, famous for?
1: I think he is famous yeah. for Degrassi. Yeah,
0: and Degrassi yeah. mm-hmm. and maybe potentially harassing young women. Um it's grooming them. Grooming them, it's fine. Uh, young boy never broke again. <laughs> what? <laughs> that that I, one's I a know. hard no for me. <laughs> but here's what I think is interesting. Okay, the most streamed track. The first one is Rap that Star. One. <laughs> no, right, the first one is "Rap Star" by Polo G. The second one is "Montero: Call Me by Your Name" by Little Nas X. The third one is Nos. "Mood" by Twenty Four Golden featuring Ian Dior. Okay, fourth is "Industry Baby" by Little Nas X, and the fifth Nos. one is "Calling." Mm. Not is it Nas? Nas, X- whatever. Yeah. Um. That cowboy guy, he sang a song. Uh calling my phone by Six Lack and Lil' TJ. But what I think's weird is Lil Nas X is not in the most stream Mill Artist, even though he has two right. songs in the most stream tracks. I don't know. Um and to round out um this 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 roundup here of songs, I think we can really gain a lot of insight into the average gamer mind by looking at what podcasts they listen to. Um the Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan experience number Bam. one. Damn um, in fairness, that's a freaking terrible podcast, but it is the number one podcast in the world too. So I guess that makes sense. Um, but number five is in impulsive with Logan Paul. So when you add when you add Joe Rogan and Logan Paul into the same mix in the top five, like maybe we should take Spotify away from these people. That's what I'm saying. Um, the Misfits podcast, which I've never heard of. La Cortisa, which I've also never heard of, and Distractable, a fifth, po- a third podcast that I've never heard of, round out the top five. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if I've ever felt You're older old. than looking at this list. <laughs> you are your parents. That's, gosh, man, it's. It's fine. I mean,
2: in all fairness,
0: I never listened to like, <laughs> yeah. music that was <laughs> contemporary. As we say, so. when I was eighteen, I would not have known anyone on this list either. So, yeah, I was growing up <laughs> and discovering music
1: from the eighties and nineties.
0: Same, yeah. When I was when I was, I think I I don't think I listened to anything that was closer than like twenty years yeah. older than me when I was growing up. So, uh, let's see. Next up, Google is bringing all of its mobile games to PC next year, which is I don't know, kind of interesting in the sense that Android often gets video games um, earlier than iOS does. So this might be an opportunity for people to play some stuff on their PC. And it also will feature a handoff between the two. So if you have an Android phone, you can start a game on your Android and then pick it up on your PC and then push it back to your Android. Um, It will apparently include an entire group excuse me, Google Play Store. This isn't streaming or any of that kind of thing. It is actually literally games you can install on your PC. My guess is via an Android emulator um, and play directly on your computer. So I don't know, it's not, I don't have an Android, so I don't know why I would necessarily do this, but it is an opportunity to maybe play some games that you would not be able to play elsewhere on your PC next year. So that is that. Question. I don't, there's probably no way to frame this that you can answer this honestly. But is PUBG a free to play game? Is it now?
1: <laughs> I This is a, Well, it, it it's on Game Pass, right?
0: It is on Game Pass or it has been on Game yes, Pass? Yes.
1: But it's not free on Steam.
0: Right. And th- and that is actually correct, but I'll be honest when I read this headline that Battlegrounds is going free to play, I was like Wait, PUBG isn't already free? And then I'm like, oh no, PUBG costs like 30 bucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Um But apparently as of January 12th, PUBG will in fact actually be free. So there's gonna be two versions of it. Um there's like the free basic account that gets you access to probably most of the stuff you pay 30 bucks for. Um and for another thirteen dollars, you can include ranked mode. So if you really want to play a free game and then find out how good you are at it, I guess. Um, if you had previously bought Battlegrounds, which I am a, I am a former Battlegrounds user, I have no idea why I paid thirty dollars for that game. I don't think I've played it for more than like three minutes. Did we? Well, I did. I owned it on PC, but we played oh, wait, it on PUBG. Xbox.
2: PUBG. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Fortnite.
0: We've played PUBG too, though. You and I. Um, it was
2: on. Yeah. No, I on, own.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: did you buy it it for me (sighs) no dad bought it for me for some reason (laughs)
3: I don't know
0: I like I I've played maybe in all if I added all the games of PUBG i I've played together I bet you I've played it for an hour and I think I own it on at least two systems but whatever um if you're a former player you'll get battlegrounds plus which gives you 1300 bonus G coins and I wish I'd never said the word G coin out loud I'll be honest uh, survival masters XP plus 100 per 100 percent boost which I, I don't know what that is but that's fine um Ranked mode for free—you don't have to pay thirteen dollars for ranked mode. Custom max functionality, which actually, if you're really into PUBG, that actually might be a cool thing, I guess. So, I guess buy now while you can, and a bunch of in-game items and stuff. So, I don't know. I was honestly super shocked this game wasn't already free to play. Like, how how has PUBG lasted this long? Being a game you have to buy, but I, good for them—it's free.
1: I know a bunch of people have like started kind of playing that again. So, like really, I know. Interesting. Least, so I don't know if they've. I think there's been content that's been added that, I guess keep people coming back. I don't, I don't really. Good for them, man.
0: I mean, like, it's you know, if if their big thing was, I guess they just got Tencent to buy them. Like that, that's all that matters. I mean, I'd be curious to
1: play it again, like, and see how it compares to when it launched. Because yeah, when when it launched, to me, it felt like a worse game. Like it was less stable after it was officially launched. Uh, When I was playing in beta, I was like, Oh, this is great. This is great. And then it came out, we played it a little bit more and I was like, why is this game running so bad? Like the experience was just less than
0: I, I, to me, I think uh, like really what PUBG and Fortnite both taught me is that I don't like battle Royale games. Um, But also that I really don't like that. That that middle bit of the battle royale where like you you know you land and you get in those like an, those first initial like skirmishes, but then there's often like that four or five minute part in the middle where just nothing happens. <laughs> like it's yeah. it's not my jam, but it's fine. Uh, all right, you want to talk a little bit more Blizzard because we haven't talked about Blizzard in a while. Um, although as Dylan did predict, we were talking about less Blizzard than we were to talk about before. So I, it's probably some sort of media conspiracy. Um, so uh Blizzard is actually I have to like I did not actually see anyone called this a, a wildcat strike but I believe they are in the middle of a wildcat strike um, because they do not have an official union although they are uh thinking about signing on with the communications workers of America Union so um they have this kind of it's not a it's not a union it's called the ABK workers Alliance it's like more of a collective of Blizzard um, and Activision employees, and they've actually initiated a strike against Blizzard. So these people are not working currently. Um, The uh, CWA, the the union, is actually like fundraising right now to get them the money to be paid while they're not there. Um, There's a GoFundMe that's trying to raise a million dollars to protect these workers while they're not there, and they are talking about full unionization within Blizzard, which uh, would be, not only a big deal but that could be like a real domino within the industry like we saw this happen probably five years ago in like high level journalism like when you think about um places like gawker and um, vice and that where one of them unionized and then now most of them are unionized um and so like you know if if activision blizzard could find a way even a, a group within them to unionize that could really actually drastically change um the makeup of video game development houses you know across the at least the united states um i would assume that I, I don't know do you know our like i don't have any idea but do you know if like ubisoft is um unionized in france where they have like really strong unions like i, I don't know the answer to that
2: It's a good question i don't know
0: yeah i'm not sure because i mean the united states has historically had extremely strong unions in like the first half of the century and then um laws and the pinkertons i think um <laughs> took care of a lot of that um whereas we, we don't now although there has been a huge uh kind of like uptick in union membership in the last couple of years because well i mean huge compared to no it's going up now um but only Very be little yeah it's it, well that's what i'm saying is it's but i'm pretty it's sure eight percent yeah it's a huge uptick through, compared yeah. to what it has been um but this would be this would be big and of course um blizzards um response to this is to send out an email saying like hey guys like you could you could be in a union um I'll, i guess i'll I'll direct quote this um as you may have seen yesterday, there was a communication supported by the Communication Workers of America that asked employees to sign and submit union authorizations cards. I wanna be clear about this. The leadership of Actors in Blizzard support your right under the National Labor Relations Act to make your own decision about whether or not to join a union. As you make this decision for your future, though, we make we ask you that you only take time to consider the consequences of your signature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the correct place to laugh call on the binding legal document presented to you by the cwa once you sign that document you will have signed over to the cwa your exclusive right to represent uh for the purposes of collective bargaining concerning all terms and conditions of employment that means that your ability to negotiate all your own working conditions will be turned over to the cda just as the document says now i have a question for you Cole. have you ever been able to negotiate your own working conditions Mm, oddly no (laughs) I've been working uh, for let's see since I was about 16 so that's uh, 28 years I have also never really been given the opportunity to negotiate my own working conditions
2: that being said this job yes but mine was more like well, they want me to show up at like 8.30, but I'm going to show up at 8, and then I did that for about six months, and I'm like, I'm just going to start showing up at 7, and I did that for about eight months, and just going earlier and earlier until I just left at 1 every day, <laughs> and, and no one said, said anything. anything. <laughs> I, You know, so, I think the thing
0: is, is in a perfect world, that's how everything would work, though. You go to work, you mm-hmm. work hard, you get your job done, you go home. Like, who mm-hmm. cares, you know? Um I will say that the only time I've ever had someone else negotiate for me, I got about a I don't know, sixty percent raise. So having someone else negotiate for you is is not a bad thing. And collective bargaining um, will will make sure that you get all the time off you deserve. It'll it'll make sure you you know when things go wrong they actually take care of it. It'll make sure that when you get fired you actually get severance. Um, these, these things are not bad. I know Activision Blizzard would like you to believe they are, but, uh, so, probably everyone would be better off in union, but man, Activision Blizzard would be better off in the union. As far as I can tell,
2: they're not,
0: but the problem is, is
2: they're getting sued by a union. Um, <laughs> so I can't find any like yeah, information yeah, yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. about what, like, cause when you just search for like uh Ubisoft France Union it just comes up with the lawsuit that was filed against
0: them by a union yeah well perfect so uh speaking of Ubisoft um Ubisoft made a big play into NFTs the other day they announced Ubisoft Quartz um which currently I believe is the most disliked video on YouTube um, with th- maybe, maybe not the most dislike, but man, it had 31,000 dislikes and just over a hundred likes it before they pulled it down. Um, but man, like, listen to this. This is how you're going to make all your money in the future. Are you right? Are you ready? Like you're going to be able to quit your job. Okay. So the new ghost recon breakpoint. um, if you put about 600 hours into the game, you can get a helmet. That you that will like the helmet will have a little like serial number on it, so you know that it's yours and that it's unique that you can then sell for cryptocurrency. So let's see. Uh minimum wage right now is like what seven seventy five. Seven dollars an and twenty-four
2: cents. Twenty-four cents. What who I think who, it's twenty four. It might be. Who chose that? But- all right. Well, so $600 I mean, in the Bush administration, I believe.
0: <laughs> so do you think you'll be able to sell that helmet for $4,344? No. <laughs> well, if you can, you'll be making minimum wage mining crypto hats in <laughs> Ubisoft Quartz. Um it is seven twenty-five. Oh, I, I apologize. Let me redo that math. Then uh, <laughs> six hundred times seven twenty-five, four thousand three hundred and fifty dollars of worth mm. of hats. I don't. I don't know. I, we'll keep talking about this, but it makes me angry. All right. The latest round of bad news
2: is: um, Do you have Minecraft? <laughs> if that makes you angry, you should see what I sent you in uh, Messenger. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Part of my fun every day is to sending you NFT and crypto stuff that will make you angry.
0: <laughs> so, you know, the guy, let's see, which crypto was it? Oh, did you send that to me the other day? The guy who, who accidentally sold his it, like mistyped in? Yeah, he <laughs> <Yes>. did. <laughs> so the person who bought, uh, the board ape crypto, um, Meant to sell it for $30,000, mistyping the zero, sold it for $3,000. It was immediately relisted. No, 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 no. No? Meant to sell it for $300,000, sold it for $3,000. It instantly got relisted for $250, so I'll take that guy taking a hit. That's fine. Uh, So if you have Minecraft, something you're going to want to do, like, right now is um, go update that because there's a Java exploit that is like it's everywhere it like literally I had to update web servers today because they have the same Java exploit. Um, it's, it's one of the most used logging systems, um, for Java. I I mean, by most use, I mean it's the one that it uses. So if you have logging somewhere and it's logging something in Java, um, it's vulnerable. And so in, in Minecraft, like apparently if anyone chats in your game and says a certain string, they can essentially just take over your computer. Um, It's not great, <laughs> so the, the moral of the story is go update your Java, um, and I guess if you have a web server, you might want to go update some Java too, like it's, that's what I did today, so it's not, it's like real bad, like it's it's a 9.8 on the severity scale out of 10, so it's, it's, not, it's not great. Anyway, Dylan, would you help me? Hey, yo, Vinny, we're moving on to questions. Ooh, i like that that was different that's good Vinny's question which i actually quite liked uh do you think it's been the defining year for xbox and the xbox ecosystem no console war bs but when looking at the data xbox has released more first-party games this year than sony for the first time in a long time as well as overall reviews being incredibly high compared to years of uh past of xbox games is this the beginning of a new xbox ecosystem and do you see them continuing to grow what do you thought about xbox this year guys I like my Xbox. I like my Xbox too, I
2: I think the thing is, I think this year and last year are kind of a mulligan for the game kind of thing. (laughs) Because, I mean, name another time when you could not get a system a year after its release.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird time.
2: Um, and so, like, I mean, I think that, yes, the Xbox is going in good directions, yeah. and I think Game Pass and all that is good. I think that everything that they're doing is good, but I would not look at this year as anything other than something that will have an asterisk.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I I do agree, though, that I think... Xbox and like Xbox gaming, like I don't want to exclude what they do on the PC because I think that that's an important part of their strategy, has, like I can't really think of something this year or even last year that Xbox did that I went, oh, was that a good idea? Uh, Like every step they make seems to be positive. They're putting out really good games, um, games that I am enjoying almost 100% of the time. They're putting out... Um updates, they're putting out new systems. Game Pass continually I mean, I think the thing about Game Pass is Game Pass every two weeks is awesome. Like, do you remember the last time you looked at Game Pass and went, oh, I don't I don't know. There's nothing in there that I really want. Um. No. Every two weeks it's they put out ten games and I'm like, oh, there's there's six games in there I want to try. Like if any the only negative of Game Pass is that literally I don't have the time to play A quarter of the games that I want to um, that come out in Game Pass. I think that they, from a strategy standpoint, have done a lot of really smart things. I think that, you know, their leadership is smart. Yeah, go ahead.
2: So I want to talk about something that I was going to mention in games that I've played. Okay. That I didn't. Um, Streaming games. It's dope, right? It works so well. Right. Um, (laughs) I, I hadn't really tested it yet, and I'm like, well, let's let's go ahead and give it a go. And so I did Forza Forza Horizon Five. Oh, was geez, you, you went one? big. I streamed it for an hour um, and did not have a hiccup. Yeah. Um, I streamed. Uh, what else did I do? I did uh, SnowRunner, mm-hmm. not a problem. And then I did another game that I cannot remember what it was, and didn't have a single issue with it.
0: Yeah. It, it like. It looks like I would say it looks like ninety percent, ninety-five percent of what an installed game looks like. Like you can if you're if you really like really pay attention to it, like every once in a while you can say like, oh there's a little compression in the the graphics, but it, it's shocking how well it works. Like I'm just it to me is it's one of those things that have not got a lot of fanfare right now. And it is a, just an absolute game changer. Like I'm probably going to play Halo or Halo Infinite that way Uh because I don't have the hard drive space for another like 40 gig install. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like any,
2: like that's the thing is, is I'm like, well, I kind of want to try Forza horizon, but I'm like, it's like 105 gigs. Gigs. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, especially because I know that's not a game that I'm going to put like 40 hours into. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play it for like three hours and go like, that was fun. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it works great for that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, if you haven't done this yet, all you have to do is go into, like, the Game Pass app in your on your Xbox, and every game will have a... Any game you can play cloud. that way will have a little cloud icon on it. You literally... I think it's every Game Pass game. I don't think it's... It, it may be now. At first, as it wasn't. As far as I can tell, yeah.
2: it is every single Game Pass yeah. game that you haven't already downloaded.
0: So you go in and click on it, and it'll just say, do you want to install this or play it on the cloud? And, like, if you hit play on the cloud, it takes... Ten seconds to start up, fifteen seconds to start up, and you're in the game. It's absolutely incredible. But I mean, I think it's things like that. It's Microsoft has continued to innovate in small ways almost every month. Like they do something that I'm like, oh, hey, that's small and cool. I mean, to me, that was the Xbox One X launch uh, or Series X launch. Was there wasn't anything in it that was like groundbreaking? I mean, you know, it's faster, it's bigger, it's whatever. But it was little things like being able to suspend, uh, you know, play suspended games. It was little things like load times being super better. Um, It was, you know, everything is just seamless. It's shocking to me. Like two weeks ago, I needed uh, a Microsoft rewards. It was collect like 50,000 gold in the Disneyland game. I didn't have that game installed. And so I streamed it via xCloud. But then it synced my old save game to the cloud from my save game cloud, even though I didn't have that game installed. So like, you know, I'd had that game installed at some point in the past, I'd saved. It had saved that to the cloud, and then it synced that save to my Game Pass streamed game. It's like, that—that that is incredible that that just works. And it literally just works. It just pops up, says, hey, sing your thing, done. It's it's just great. Um, apparently, the only thing I will say right now negative about um, Xbox, and this is actually um, probably important for folks playing Halo Infinite, is that is a game you don't want to suspend. Um, like, don't put that into quick resume because apparently sometimes it doesn't quick resume correctly. So they really do recommend that you shut all the way out of that before going back in. And I don't know why, but apparently it can cause issues because it's an always online game, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. You know, whatever. But besides that, man, Xbox has had a a great year, and I can't wait to see what they do next because it's all good. It's all good. Um, And apparently they announced a bunch of stuff at uh, the Game Awards, which I completely forgot to watch because I was working late that night. So I don't know. I've tried to catch up with it a couple times, and I just haven't. I need to actually sit down. But it's the Game Awards is like three and a half hours long, man. That's a long time to just like find a chunk to sit down and watch – game commercials essentially so um, they did also rename what, did, what what used to be called Xbox Game Pass for PC <laughs> it's now just called PC Game Pass <laughs> so,
3: I, I saw
2: a, tw- a tweet that was imagine if the Oscars were like an hour and a half of
0: just trailers for movies that are coming out <laughs> next year I you know I, I read an article about the Game Awards that said, you know, like, this has to stop. Like, it doesn't even seem respectful of the people that win awards because they don't, like, actually announce half of them. (laughs) Like, it's, it's uh, you know, it really is just kind of a big commercial. And at the same time, Hmm. I'm like... Yeah, but I kinda like that commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I guess I guess maybe they, they should do something different, but can we still have the commercial awards? Because I like the commercial awards. Um it takes two, one game of the year too. So in case you yep. in case you were wondering. Uh Dylan, do you have any thoughts on Xbox and its ecosystem that we haven't already talked about ad nauseum?
3: Hmm.
0: Not really. You like your Xbox? It makes you happy? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question from our deacon, uh, the webmaster and all-around good guy uh, of our website, and all-around good guy. I don't know how that works. He he makes our website good, and he's a good guy. I don't know. I like Rich. Uh, wants to know uh, eggnog? Yes or no? Or I think I think you said yay or nay. He did I'm say yay or nay. nay. Yeah. Are you are you I'm, for or against eggnog?
1: I'm,
0: I'm yay. Yeah, Dylan.
1: I. I never grew up drinking it. I remember having it sometimes when I was little, didn't really like it. Have had it since it was fine. I don't really have much of an opinion.
0: Fair enough. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm pro eggnog, but you know what I'm, I really am is um, Southern Comfort makes a non-alcoholic vanilla spiced eggnog. um, And it is, absolutely incredible question yeah why is it southern comfort and why is it not? why does soko make non-alcoholic eggnog i don't know but you can buy it in grocery stores and it's really 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 good that that being said fireball does as well yeah have you guys ever had like real eggnog with booze in it yeah was it good yeah not bad i've never had it i should try it um get some eggnog and add some fireball to it perfect i do like eggnog. um
2: uh, so, so I have an interesting story about
0: eggnog. Can I say one thing real fast? Oh. Mixing Sprite and eggnog in like a one-to-one is pretty good too.
2: Uh, um, so eggnog is one of those things that's like a, you know, Christmas thing, right? hmm So working at a grocery store and ordering the dairy, I found out that I'm like, why is eggnog listed as something that I can purchase? And... I knew the guy who brought in the dairy at the time. And so I asked him, like, why can you get eggnog? It's like, you know, June. he's like, oh, yeah, you can order eggnog anytime. Uh, He's like, we always have some on hand just in case someone orders it. Weird. And so I found out that if I really wanted to, I could have ordered eggnog in, like, June. Um, And I tried to talk my, like, store managers into, like, just order some and put it out in, like, April why not? You know, like people might go like, hmm, eggnog in April and buy it.
0: Which makes me kind of wonder why stores don't do like a eggnog in July kind of thing. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Well, because I think in July, like no one wants eggnog in July. <laughs> well, no, like, no, no, no. Mm, it's I nice mean... and hot outside. Like, let's get some eggnog in me. Well, I think I think it's like Christmas in July, though. You know, like. You, yeah, you know. yeah, but still. Like, yeah. you know, like no one puts on snow pants for Christmas in July. <laughs> <laughs> I do like eggnog, though. Now, I've got some eggnog in my fridge. That's what I'm going to do after this podcast is nice.
2: So do I. I don't know how long it stays good after you open it. Though. Not
0: very long shockingly. Yeah, like that's, it's That's why I haven't yeah. drank it. I think that's the problem with eggnog is that you have to like I always buy a very small amount of eggnog um, because it goes bad pretty quick um, and it's like expensive and it seems kind of like like a little bit special so i'm not like i don't know i just drink a big heap and thing of eggnog like i always drink like little teeny things of eggnog and then it goes bad so I don't it's cuz you can't drink like 32 yeah, you, also ounces you of eggnog. should not <laughs> like, man i want to pound 32 ounces of eggnog if, uh, if you want a funny thing go
2: watch the i think it was jackass where they did um, eggnog shots to oh. see who could do the most shots of eggnog oh no how many could yeah, that's you do? Up with a lot of people puking. Yeah, that's, I don't think I'll go watch that.
0: Uh, Rich had a funny. follow-up question. He says, "Is there a perfect length for a game? And uh, do you think that, let's see, is there a perfect game length? Uh, would game type be the main factor in that decision?" Yes. Yes. Um. I. I have come to the conclusion that I don't think any. I don't think that any game should be longer than maybe twenty hours. <laughs> like, I, I'm literally, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say any game. Like, and that doesn't mean that a game couldn't be twenty hours, but you could play it for a hundred. Um, but I think that any game you should be able to just like, if if all you do is mainline through it, it should be twenty hours, and it should be very obvious what the difference between <laughs> mainlining through a game and then playing some of the side quests is. Like, I think those should be very, very obvious. And I think that a game, if a game requires you to gain levels, that you should be able to gain enough levels to <laughs> do everything in 20 hours. Um, but that most games should only be five hours.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. That's probably
0: pretty, oh, yeah. pretty fair.
3: Right? <laughs>
2: I, I I have found that yeah, even depending on games, there's games that are like six hours long. I'm like, it been I wish three. that was three hours. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, Trigger Witch right now, I think is like a nine-hour game, and I'm like four or five hours into it. I'm like, man, I wish this game was five hours long.
0: Mm. Well, if- I think the more Game Pass games I play too, the more I'm like, I don't know, three sounds good. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to get in this play game, play a lot of it because I'm really enjoying it, and I want to get out before I'm bored.
3: <laughs> well, I think that's. I
1: mean, I think that's probably the truth about anything though if you can make it shorter it's better right yeah i mean that's right? like rule number one of like writing is like say yep. what you want in as few words as possible right yep. so trim the fat and i mean yeah a lot of games probably could be half as long um, i
0: i wish we could get away from game length being value being value right because i think if you could get away from game length being value like, you'd be able to cut out like it's stupid like no one looks at a movie and goes like oh that movie's two and a half hours long what a great value right. versus that hour i know and a half comedy. yeah
1: um
0: that book is like man i that's why i read the uh the wheels of time yeah. series because each one is 1200 pages and there's 15 right. of them like, or
1: being able to differentiate like yes length and content does have a value Like, because I I mean, I would agree with that. Like the fact that Red Dead Redemption 2 has all this stuff like that is there's value in that. However, like I'm pretty if I spend $15 on a game that I play one time with my friends online, to me, I got value out of it. Yeah, I could never play it again. And that $15 price, which might have been a movie ticket on the weekend. Right. My money is well spent. So anything beyond yeah. that is Greedy. added value, right? So it's like, I don't... I think people try to be really cheap about that. And I understand yeah. some people can't get every game they want. I know I can't. I can't get every game I want, and I can't play every game I want. Yep. Um, but I think even... And so, yeah, some people are trying to make an educated choice, and they want to buy The Witcher because they can play it for two hundred hours, and that that's yeah. fair. But I think trying to compare a game that doesn't give you that and saying it it is less than yeah. when in reality it definitely delivers what it needs to just yeah. well is is fine and dandy. And I think I think people oftentimes get s- stuck a little. Like, they undervalue. I mean, the same way we've talked about, some games probably deserve to be $100 now. Like, yeah. there's no reason they're not. Like, and yeah, I don't think I'd like paying $100 for new games all the time. And luckily, we get a lot of games for free now. Um, yeah. But I think
0: I've, I've it, we've said this yeah. before, though, is I would way rather pay, I would way rather The Witcher be 200 hours long or 100 hours long and come out in 20 hour chunks right. over 3 years that I pay 20 bucks for. <laughs> right.
1: Um and that yeah, I mean I think that's having it digestible and I think that's a great future for games honestly and and yeah. and once you get the fifth Witcher game, the whole world is still there. Like yeah. like the way that I mean I, other games have done this like where you put in Hitman 2 and if you had Hitman 1, all the yep. missions are there or um, I know this example has come up a few times, but um, I, I mentioned it with Total War Warhammer 3, whereas if you have the games before, you have all those armies in the new game. Yep. So it's like, that is a cool idea that you can have these iterations of the game and not spend... I think Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead would be a great example of this, too. Is like, you don't... I, I think, and GTA put out their first piece of story content in, like, Isn't that weird? In a decade, (laughs) um, which is kind of strange, and I'm kind of curious about it. But it's also online, so I don't really don't quite know how that works. Um, It's not, but it's like (laughs) I don't. You're trying to make GTA Six. You finally put out content for a game that came out two generations ago. Um, Like, why not give us these inter? I don't know, like intermittent pieces of content, and I, I'm sure you could make a cool cool storyline more like seasons of a TV show. I mean, right? set, like the way the Telltale tell, tell games work, I think that's a good model, but it's, it's weird because those games are so much smaller. It's like, this is such a great thing that... Um, I'm making a racket down here. Um, such a good model that bigger games could use and not be such Absolutely. a massive undertaking, and something like Cyberpunk... Might not a like the scope of the project might have been more attainable on launch if they didn't try to go for the whole universe at once yeah. um because that's a game too is like if they put out this really stellar first act and you played it, you're like, oh man, that was good. I want I cannot wait till there's more like I cannot wait for that second act um yeah. I look forward to that someday I think that's I think that'd be a, a cool way to. Um, Experienced stuff
0: I agree. It yeah. would be
2: very interesting, like you know, say uh, Red Dead Redemption um, two. That's eight chapters, right? You know, if they charge twenty bucks, uh, you know, piece, they would have made, right. you know, and obviously, uh, what is that, one hundred sixty dollars off of me? Yeah,
1: and obviously, yeah. each chapter would probably have to have enough stuff that felt full, but because I can't quite remember mm. how they lay out, but I don't think I would have had a problem. With that model, I feel equally satisfied other than like, I'd probably be pissed off every time I finished and was like, I want more <laughs> but like, that's kind of the point point. So, and I think you gotta make sure that you're not spending too much time between each release because there's definitely like um, I'm trying to think of what the I don't know what games a good example because I probably forgot about it, but like I know there's games out there that I've stopped caring about because it's just not. Oh yeah, um, this is never going to happen, right? Um, so I mean, stay away from that. But
0: yeah, I think overall, just shorter games, please. <laughs> like, just please. I don't. I, I'm. I'm a. I got a full time job and a kid and. Like I don't, I don't have, I don't have time for ninety-hour games anymore. Uh, all right, next question is from Prime Fan. I think the only person that can actually maybe answer this is Dylan. What do you think about the Warhammer games for the Xbox and or PlayStation? The only uh, one I've ever played is Vermintide, and I did not like yeah. it because it was hard and I suck.
1: I saw this question and I meant to, um, kind of clarify what what their question was. Um, yeah, yeah. Because maybe they were thinking about specific games because they're, I mean, Games Workshop, for those who are not familiar, are um, those who have the Warhammer IP or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, And they've made a lot of games and recently a lot more than they had used to. Um, and I think probably early on the most successful Warhammer games were like the Dawn of War, which were the real-time strategy PC games. Um, But since then, there's been a lot more iterations that have come to, I guess, consoles. Um, Vermintide probably being one of the best, which I think is a fantastic game. Um, One of my early favorite Warhammer games was on PS2. It was called Warhammer 40K Fire Warrior, which was a first-person shooter. um, That you were a Tau, which is a certain species in the... Warhammer 40K universe is kind of they have the kind of like the for the greater good mentality, and you're kind of this infantryman of the Tau, and you are trying to I guess save whatever part of the universe from certain t- death to chaos. Um, I've I've always been a huge fan of Warhammer though. Um, I don't I don't keep up as much as I used to when I played with the tabletop miniatures. When I was younger, um, I just don't quite have the capacity and wherewithal to um, continue miniature wargaming. You just have to pick and choose your hobby sometimes. Um, But the new, like, they've made an effort to make games. And actually, when I think you look at it, I think it's one of the things where you're like, when will they ever make a good game? And then you're kind of like, well, actually. Generally speaking, I think the video games are pretty good. And they have in between Dawn of War, which there hasn't been one in a while. And I think Dawn of War 2 was much better than the third one. um, And Total War Warhammer is like the best entry to the Total War franchise. Vermintide is a fantastic game. Um, uh, I really enjoyed Space Marine, which was on the 360. And they just announced Space Marine 2, which is like a kind of a third person um shooter action game it kind of has a gears of war feel i guess because it's kind of that you're this big hulking space marine and you're in third person and you're just killing all kinds of orcs and stuff that (laughs) game was fantastic um i'm excited to see a new entry in that series um i think that was a pretty widely like I don't know if it like scored high, but I think generally people that played it were like, that's a good game. I think the downside is it was kind of a short single player experience. I think it had multiplayer, but like uh, every game on Xbox 360 had multiplayer kind of. It was just I think that was kind of the thing at that time. Um, Overall, a lot of good games. There's a ton of other games I could mention Uh, briefly, that I may or may not have played a lot. Blood Bowl is another one that I am a huge fan of. Um, I like the kind of gritty, dark universe that all the Warhammer stuff kind of exists in, um, where everything is just war and chaos. Like, um, nothing is really happy-go-lucky in that world, so um, not everyone's cup of tea, but I like it, and Um, Definitely play Vermintide, though. That's what I would say to people. Yeah.
0: Um, I I should clarify when I said that Vermintide was... I, I don't think Vermintide's bad. I think I... Well, like I'll be honest. I think we screwed up something in settings because I played with some people that are, generally speaking, very good at games... And we just got wiped like run after run after run yeah. after run on our the very first level of Vermintide. I'm wondering if we screwed up like we must have put it on like expert settings or something because we could not.
1: I'm curious to see what you did because I it's definitely can be challenging and some runs again in those kind of games can be more challenging than others. Um I don't know. But that's another game too. Yeah. They've they've added some content Um so there's more to play now than there was there's new character classes that you do have to pay for a couple bucks if you want that fourth character class i think they've added one to each of the classes now um so i'm kind of i'm curious to kind of get back in and play it some more because um there's some content that i've not played and it's it's a pretty fun game so
0: yeah, it seems good. Um, I think the one thing I could say about um, the Warhammer games is they need less colons. Yeah, there's a, they have long,
1: long names, that's for sure. Too many colons. Well, Warhammer 40K, like, having to brand that on everything and then yeah, whatever yeah. goofy. Colon just, something, yeah, colon something else. It's <laughs>
0: silly, but... All right, Jill Coleslaw, last question, says, have you ever considered joining a gaming community, game clan, or full-time squad? Did you ever have that core four you would play with back in the day? And I think that I have thought about forming a game community, which I, th- I think we did here. So I think everyone should join the Bite Me gaming community. Just come hang out, listen, yes. talk on our Discord. Yeah. Besides that, now <laughs> I, I guess I played... I guess I've been in two different MMOs where we had pretty good community, but um, I've never really had the time or the schedule to, like, say, every Friday we play video games. It's right. never, never worked out for me that way. Um, I've been in several. What Tell me? Tell us about your, your gaming community, Skull.
2: Um, for TFC and Counter-Strike, in TFC I essentially had a full-time job playing it <laughs> Um. Like we did it not professionally because that didn't exist at That's the time. A shame. Um, like literally, it was a a tournament that like I mean, kind of the same thing now, except you didn't get paid money. <laughs> um, we would have uh, like we would literally have um, like practice sessions. Yeah, um, they like scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, we would scrimmage. We would scrimmage with other clans to do it and, and things like that. Um, So I did that in Counter-Strike as well. Um, I've been in two MMO, you know, guilds that, you know, kind of thing. And uh, I had two people that I played video games with, I mean, every single night for probably 10
0: years. Colby and I play video games every weekend. Does that count?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, kind (laughs)
0: of. We're a very small community. You're the ultimate, the ultimate (laughs) duo. Uh, the funny thing is, is like I don't. For a long time, <laughs> Colby and I played co-op games every weekend or multiplayer games every weekend. I like, I would say eighty-five percent of the time now we're playing different games, just talking to each other on yeah. headphones. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. How about you, Dylan? You you've been uh, uh, um, in a community or or I had like a bunch of people you play with all the time? I mean,
1: I think over the years, sort of, but it was never the same people all the time. Like, we'd yeah. have a group of people, and I mean, you'd often play with the same people off and on. I honestly have done like more IRL gaming like this, like, sure, back in the Warhammer days when I would weekly play probably two nights a week, um, at like the, the local game store kind of thing. Go in there, bring your army, play with the same kind of group of people. Um, and then the closest thing I have to this is like our. Uh, tabletop role-playing group so we do play every sunday um nice. sometimes online sometimes in person i still like playing in, in person but i'm i'm ca- not warming up but i'm getting a little more comfortable playing yeah. online because that is kind of a popular option um so i've i've i'm considering having like an online game to um one of these days Maybe start of the new year or something. Have a different a different game group if I find some interested people that would want to connect online to to play like a a Dungeons and Dragons or that style of game.
0: Um, Because it's it's a lot of fun. So I think that'd be really cool, man. I think it'd be really cool. I think the weirdest thing about this is, like, I've never really done this. My dad has been in multiple clans. (laughs) My dad, do you you remember the game? You probably don't, Dylan, because you were, like, three when it came out. But do you remember when dad was in a Delta Force clan? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Delta Force is this, like, voxel-based, like, two armies in the desert shooting each other. My dad was, like, in a clan as a sniper. He used to play, like, all the time. It was so weird. Like, probably when he was in his... I mean, I guess he would have been like my age. Maybe that's not so weird. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Uh, Those are the questions for this week. Thanks for everyone who sent one in. Uh, We're going to talk about some cheap, free games (coughs) real quick right now. Uh, Epic Games does not have a game this week because they are giving away a game every day between December 16th and December 25th. So uh, starting today, catch those. you know, it's worth grabbing them even if it's not something you're not interested in now because you may be interested in it later. But you do have to grab those every day. There's no, like, if you miss one, you miss it. So, something you're going to want to check back. I'll try and post those on Facebook to remind folks to grab them because I think those are, I've gotten some good free games that way. Uh, Jingle Jam is still going on. You can go to jinglejam.tiltify.com to pick those up. That's the, uh, it's like 55 games for 35 pounds, which is probably like $45. There's some real good stuff in there and a lot of that money goes to benefit charity, so that is not a bad thing to buy. I, I'm still trying to decide if I want to pick that up or not. Like I already own a lot of the games in it, um, but there's some good stuff there, and you know, it's never hurts you know to never hurts to help charity. So think about that. Uh, Game Pass dumped like man, you you like I said. There was nothing in Game Pass. I was going to talk about, like, three games, and then they're like, oh, here's ten more um, that all come out December 16th. So if you're listening to this on release day, there are a bunch of new games uh, on Game Pass. Uh, on the 14th, Aliens te- *Aliens Fireteam Elite came out. Uh, that's on console Woo. and PC. Yeah, I'd like to try that out. It's a four-player alien co-op game. I heard Downloaded it. Yeah, I hear it's good enough. Um, it's probably definitely good enough for free. Um, Among Us is coming out December or is out December 14th on console. Um, they announced that the game boards are going to build a VR version of Among Us and it looks really good. I think that'd be a really cool way to play Among Us. Uh, the Gunk comes out December 16th on console cloud and PC. Um, Ben 10 Power Trip is coming to Cloud Console in BC December 16th. Evil Hex has cursed Europe and only Ben 10 can stop him. Explore a 3D world filled with combat puzzles and secrets you save the day. Probably not something I would buy, but, you know, Game Pass is for free. Who knows? Uh, Broken Age coming to Cloud Console on PC. I, I don't think you are the... You I am know, the like target audience for Ben 10. For Ben 10. Hmm. Watch a lot of Cartoon Network. What you saying? A like, um, um, show that came out when you were in your 30s. 30s. <laughs> Broken Age, Cloud Console and PC came out the 13th, 16th as well. Um, that's a, a point-and-click adventure game from... Um, Double Fine, which is apparently very, very good. I've not played it. I own it, but I have not played it. Here it's great. Uh Firewatch, probably one of my top three favorite games of all time, is coming to Cloud Console and PC December sixteenth. I'm actually probably gonna play that again. I've been my wife's never played it. I was gonna make her play it while I watched. That's so a, a like I can't I will say I have probably convinced fifteen people to buy that game and they've all loved it, so the weirdest cuckolding holding thing ever. <laughs> you play the game and I watch. Uh, it's gonna be in the corner. <laughs> Lake is coming. <laughs> Lake is coming to Cloud Console in BC, December sixteenth. Um, this one looks good. It's nineteen eighty six. Meredith Weiss takes a break from her career in the big city to deliver mail in her hometown. If this was a, during Christmas. She would also meet a man in a flannel shirt and fall in love and learn about love and life in a small town but that's not what it's about Uh, I
2: played the demo it was fun yeah
0: I played the demo too it was really good Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out cloud console on PC December 16th that's about killing guys ripping their spines out like I'm actually kind of I don't want to say excited about that coming out but I have not played a Mortal Kombat game since Mortal Kombat 2 and I I always think like, ah, I'd, I'd like to give that a try, but I'm not going to pay for it. So, now I don't have to. I don't even have I've to. Heard down- the
2: single-player stories are very good. Yeah,
0: I don't even have to actually install that. I can just stream it. That's the way I play that game. Uh, Colby is very excited to tell you that Paw Patrol Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay is coming to Cloud Console and PC. I love oh, that that's I'd coming to it. PC. <laughs> uh, wh- what was your impression of Paw Patrol Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay, Col?
2: I played it once. My kid lost all interest in Paw Patrol, and I was extremely excited about that.
0: (laughs) A fallen meteor has given the pups mighty powers and left Adventure Bay in a mighty mess. Now it's up to you and the pups to use their powers, rescue skills, and gadgets to make the town possum again. Sounds... Terrible, but if you've got a small child, they'll probably love it. Uh, Race. With, oh, I've
2: seen. I've seen the movie that it's based off of. It's uh, also not great. Yeah,
0: Race with Ryan, Cloud Console and PC, also on the sixteenth. Uh, it looks like a just like a, a Mario Kart knockoff, but it could be all right. My kid, my kid will be excited about that. There you go. Uh, this is man. This title, Record of Lotus War: colon, Deed Lit in Wonder Labyrinth, is Half coming of those out. those words. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's coming to Cloud Console on PC December 16th. Uh, Record of Lotus War, Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth is a 2D action exploration, Metroidvania-style game developed under the close supervision close supervision of original creator Rio Minuzo, depicting the previously unknown story of Deedlit and the events leading up to Record of Lotus War, colon, Diadem of the Covenant, (laughs) both fans of Record of Lotus War and all new players alike can fully enjoy this latest installment in the series. So apparently this is, I think it's an anime, like it looked like, the the cover looked very anime-ish, so I've, I don't know, I like, I like Action Explorer, Exploration Metroidvania games, so maybe I'll give it a shot. Uh, Transformers Battlegrounds coming to cloud console on PC December 16th, uh, with Earth under invasion and Megatron leader of the Decepticons close to capturing the AllSpark, Bumblebee and the Autobots need a new commander to help them restore peace to the universe. You! I... <laughs> I don't know it's free maybe I'll stream that <laughs> uh, finally Total War Warhammer 3 PC January or February 17th of next year so I don't know maybe it'll be good uh, they announced a ton of new games coming out to Game Pass like day and date um, next year at the Game Awards 2 the only one I can remember is Sniper Elite 5 but I Colby nice. and my kid are excited about that so that is enough Get to shoot Nazis in the balls I do like that um Nintendo announced the latest game coming to Nintendo Switch Online. It's a game that came called... called blah, blah, blah. It's a game that came to Xbox six years ago. Um, <laughs> how, how much is that stupid online service? More than it should be. I think if you want these games it's 40 bucks a year. Did you really want Banjo really and Kazooie? To, no, I don't. My kid really wants to play Mario. Oh. Like which one? Like the original Mario? I don't know. Original... <laughs> I'm sorry. Super Mario Bros. Get it. Get on your. Get an emulator on your Mac and just let her play that. She'll get bored within 30 seconds because those games are not accessible to current day six year olds. And then you won't have to worry about it, Cole. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You just want to sign into my account? Can can we do that? Like I have a family plan. Maybe I can just add you to my family plan.
2: You you literally can. <laughs> I'll
0: add you to my family plan, Cole. We are actually legitimately family. And then you don't have to worry there you about go. it. Perfect. All right, we solved that problem. Dylan, any problems I can solve for you? Oh, not today.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. That is it for us this week. I am Cliff. I don't know why I said Cliff. that. That is, that is irrelevant to this part of the conversation. <laughs> We're starting the podcast over. Uh, we Thank are, you. <laughs> I am podcasts. Cliff. <laughs> this is Cliff. I've had, a, I've had a long, long, long week, and it's only Tuesday uh we are bite me podcast you can find out more about us at bite me you can follow us on social media facebook twitter and instagram.com slash bite me podcast um i've actually noticed a big uptick in people listening to our podcast the first the last couple weeks and i probably should have said this at the first of the show but you can come hang out with us at discord at bite me slash discord <laughs> <laughs> whatever i assume they all listen to the very end um, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com/bite me podcast. You can uh support our extra life team at bite me extra life And you can listen to Dylan say things if you listen all the way to the end right before the music. Dylan say things. bite me. And things.
1: And stuff.
2: Hello.
0: I am Colby. <laughs> <laughs>